Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What kind of idiot donates money to a political campaign? Can I just start there? Oh, my I'll just say it. You're a moron if you give your hard-earned money to a political candidate. It's pointless. I agree. Almost $300 million to Ron DeSantis. Right. For what? He's out of the race. For what? So do people feel bad if they gave and now he's done? You're like, where did that money go? Then it wasn't helpful. Adam, I do agree with you. I do not donate and that's to political that's campaigns. Str- uh, you're me, you're not me, a moron. Yeah, you're, you're not, not a, a moron, moron or an idiot. But you're, you're somebody who is idealistic about wanting a different candidate, I and know. I get that. And if you have a ton of money and you know, you're just giving away the interest, fine. But people who are giving a lot of money that maybe they are not going on a vacation for. I can't even imagine To that. a political candidate. I, I agree. I I think that's pissing money down the. Toilet. I do too. Yeah, and it's I mean, away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, like <laughs> I'll walk back the moron and idiot. I know yeah, people I get know. all we, up. We'll, in we'll be nicer. We don't want to start but Monday just, that way. I just got. But here. I just don't understand why. And we'll get to your trip, by the way. And you, but you've got two tan. Two out of three that's people right. are tan in this mm-hmm, room, mm-hmm. and I ain't one of them. Yeah. So we'll get to why that is mm-hmm. later in the show. But yeah, three hundred million, and I get it. It's not all mom and pops who are writing checks. It's corporations for forty-five dollars mm-hmm. or twenty dollars. A lot of it comes from corporations. But again, and I know this is such a Pollyanna statement that we all say this, but think of that money put to something else oh. and what kind of a good use instead of the millions, hundreds, of millions of dollars we pour into elections. And guess what? It's Donald Trump and Joe Biden again. Again, that's the other thing, because Ron DeSantis drops out. Mm-hmm. Nikki Haley, uh, uh, she's got no shot. Really? No I shot? No, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, it's, no shot? Be, it's Trump and Biden. And this I saw Jason tweet about this is the dumbest election of my lifetime. It is because it is f- not even February yet. And we've got no competition. And God bless Dean Phillips on this morning, uh, on with Steve. We'll uh, maybe hear from uh, Dean. Yeah, some of those, I want to. I want to hear those cuts. Mm-hmm, rehear what he and said. Bravo to Dean fighting the good fight. He is. Honestly, I, I hope he, he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he's uh, the the upside for Dean tomorrow is twenty percent. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> it, said if he gets twenty percent, right. he'll be viable. It used to be forty percent in a race that Joe Biden's not even on the ballot. There, they're going to have to write in Joe Biden's name. So it's predetermined. And, and, and again, which is why, I, I, why would you want to participate in this system by monetarily donating your hard-earned money to a political candidate? Six five one four six one nine two two six. Have you done it? Have you ever donated? I haven't, just but based mm-hmm. because I've been a news, news person, anchor, a journalist right. for so long, and, and that even was now, my and even too. now, and mm-hmm. even now, being a talk show, so mm-hmm. I have every right to donate to a candidate, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I choose not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I, 
I have done it for like small city council races. Yeah, okay. Like my friend Jimmy Francis yeah, is okay. the mayor of uh, South Saint. We love Jimmy Francis. He was uh, he hosted last mm-hmm. night. Oh, he did uh, filled in for Gerilyn. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to go listen to the podcast. But he's a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I believe in Jimmy in South Saint Paul, so I gave him a little money. Uh, yeah. to and run. that money probably helps. That's a very grassroots campaign. He's. Purchasing right. snacks for people that are donating, you know, <laughs> that are helping him or whatever. <laughs> money just, for snacks. I'm just saying. For whatever, leaflets. Whatever your money was. Okay, so there's, something a, physical. so there's an argument against me that at on the grassroots level, yeah, money does absolutely work. But that's different when we're looking at, like, national campaign. I just don't know why I, I, why anybody would want donate to their money. donate their money. I don't to, understand it either. Because these two parties do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh for what we believe in, meaning give us a choice, let us have a voice. Have we, the three of us in here, do we have any say in what's happening? This election feels very futile. I, I do – I hear what you're saying and even the people who tried to change it like Nikki Haley are saying, OK, vote for me. I am the alternative to Donald Trump and, and, and Dean. You know, maybe some of us, you know, snickered a little like, okay, what's nobody knows Dean. He's a congressman from Minnesota. Really, he's going to run for president. But you know what? He saw a need. He says Biden is too old. And a lot of people are saying Biden is too old. And he went out and tried to make a change. And I welcome that. But look at where we're going. It's going to be Trump Biden. It feels useless. And Adam, like you, I feel I have no control. No control. No say of democracy. My vote, I feel like it doesn't matter or 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 my say now in the grassroots version of we want another candidate. We're begging for that. And and Dean is here, but he doesn't have a chance. So so it's futile. And I'm sorry that we came out of the gate like complaining about this. But that number really stuck out. Ron DeSantis's Camp, or his political action campaign, his PAC called Never Back Down, raised $269 million. Never back down unless – until I – until you show until me you back down. I've got no chance and until I'm going to back, back down. down. And it's done. Three, almost $300 million, million, guys. And it's gone. It's gone. And yeah, that was to private planes to send him places. I just feel like what a – go on vacation, buy more groceries – that this should not be where Americans' hard-earned money is going. Text just came in. You're very wrong and a sign you've mm-hmm. never been involved in a political campaign. Okay, texter, call in and yes. tell me why. Yes. Why then? Why is it worth it for uh, Americans to part to with their hard-earned money to donate to a candidate? This texter says election reform. Limit the amount of money that can be spent. Once that amount of money is raised, no more. Outlaw super PACs. It would level the playing field for all candidates. Yes, you for president. Like right. this is what we we've been preaching about. These ideas about have this been being floated for years, yes. though, and nothing ever gets and done. Yep. Term limits, campaign finance reform. Ever since I was young enough to understand politics, those terms have been in my head. Yet we do nothing about it. I should say we. That's another thing that bugs me. It's like, well, we get what we want, or we get what we vote for. That's how I feel. I don't. I we don't get the choice that we have. We don't get choices. Oh, I see what you're saying. But okay, but if if let's say because Dean talked about running on the no labels campaign, we're talking about Dean Phillips, Congressman Dean Phillips is now running for president um, right now in the Democratic Party. But he said if he doesn't get the nomination, he would run in the no labels campaign. Then we will have another candidate. Do you still think he doesn't have a shot? Dean Phillips? Yeah. If he runs as a third party candidate. No. 
I just don't think the name recognition is there. Yeah. You need, if you want a third, the only way I think a third party Canada works, if it is some uber recognizable name with tons and tons and tons of money in there. So I guess <laughs> you need the money, which is why we donate to candidates. But man, what a crappy system. Adam and I are feeling hopeless and helpless about this system because we all say we want another candidate and that's not what we have gotten here. Despite three, and I didn't even want Ron DeSantis, but despite his $300 million, that still couldn't buy him a nomination. So prove us wrong. Maybe we've got plenty of text saying you don't know what you're talking about, that the money helps. All right. Why? 651-461-9226. Give us a call. We love, we've got plenty of texts, but call us and tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I should be totally behind giving political contributions because it ain't now. Let me tell you that. 651-461-9226. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. What kind of idiot donates money to a political campaign? I have done it for like small city council races. Like my friend Jimmy Francis yeah, is the fair. mayor of uh, South Saint. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's oh, so good. Wait a minute. You're twisting my words. What is this? A political was, debate? Adam Carter that from was a, 10 minutes ago. You should be working on a political campaign game. <laughs> too much. Adam Carter <laughs> called so you an idiot and the hypocrite donated money himself. So much. Hey, before we continue this conversation, Pink is coming. And we are giving away tickets all week long. Uh, for Pink Live 2024 at the XL Energy Center, October 18th, with special guests, the script, and Kid Cut Up. Think Pink is our contest today, so when we uh, we have a sounder for it, right? Uh, when you hear the sounder, we'll take three callers at 651-461-9226, and we will read lyrics, and all you have to tell us if those lyrics are Pink's lyrics or some other uh, color-themed group or song. Pretty easy. It's a 50-50 shot. Have you been to a Pink show? I have not. I've heard rave reviews. About rave. I heard she's an incredible performer. Yeah, she I goes would up on like, really uh, like to go to this. She's in, like, she goes up on higher wires. Like she flies. Yeah, she was fl- at Target Field, I think yes. she was at last year, and she was flying around the field. Yes. So it'll be an exceptional show. So all week long, yeah. we're giving away Pink tickets. Think Pink. And when you hear that sounder, uh, we'll take three contestants. And maybe we only need one. Maybe we'll go to all three. But... Uh, That'll be coming up before the show is over. Adam and I are feeling helpless and hopeless about the democratic process for this presidential campaign. And the reason that we are feeling helpless and hopeless is because – I'll speak for myself here – we are wasting too much money on political campaigns and nothing is changing. Yes, every vote counts, but does it? Because we still have two candidates that nobody seems to want. Uh, votes count if you live in the in a good part of the country, then your vote counts. In, in a vast swath of the country, your vote doesn't – I mean it counts, but it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. And Ron DeSantis's super PAC raised $269 million. A lot of money for Ron the stupid. <laughs> Ron the sanctimonious. <laughs> Saturday Night Live was fire this weekend. It was really good. Um 
and he's out. He's out of the race. So now if you if you donated some of your hard-earned money to Ron DeSanctimonious, are you super frustrated or do you still feel okay about that? Money is – this is not a problem that money can solve. This is a problem that policy can solve. And we all see it that right now the policymakers, which are the people that we're voting for, need to make a change, yet they're not changing because we still put the same ones in place and we feel helpless. I donated Amy Klobuchar's presidential campaign in 2019. This is from a text to 651-461-9226. She has emerged from relatively unknown nationally to one of the most well-regarded leaders in our country. Adam, I take issue uh, with your comment about political donations. I donated to Mark Dayton when he ran against Tom Emmer in 2010. Wasn't a huge amount of money, but I felt Emmer's remarks on gutting the state workforce would directly affect me if he won. I get that. I mean, I, I get the motivation, but do you actually... And also, that's part of the problem, too. It's like, okay, my $25 donation or whatever it is, that goes up against whatever, like, political action committees and huge, Mm -hmm. massive donations they get. From corporations. From corporations. Mm -hmm. What does my $25 matter Mm -hmm. in that instance? Mm -hmm. And I get it. That's I'm not saying that, boy, you shouldn't have strong opinions about or feel strongly about one candidate or the other about how they would... I, I, I wish we'd have candidates that we support because, wow, they, we really like them instead mm-hmm. of I got to support this guy because God forbid the other guy gets elected, which is where we're at, that I, I know we have strong views about that and and it doesn't take away from that if you don't donate money. I just wonder, is those dollars – it's just it's, – it's, it's symptomatic of a, an overall frustrating situation that we're in. And we feel out of control. We feel that we're getting candidates that we don't want. You know, a lot of people are anti-Trumpers, but then we feel Biden is too old. And yet there's Nikki Haley, who seems like a reasonable candidate. There's there's Dean Phillips, who seems like a reasonable candidate. And yet they have no chance. So, Adam, I, I thought, you know, you, we were talking before the show and you said, oh, well, you know, democracy rules or the system. I said the system works because clearly more people want Trump than don't want Trump. Or more people want Biden than don't want Biden, but you don't necessarily believe that. I don't. I think uh, I, I think there are certain p- portions of both parties that are clinging to power and that are clinging to these various mm-hmm. each candidate. And again, I keep hearing about the seventy percent. Dean Phillips this morning on with Steve mentioned it over and over again. Seventy percent of people who don't want either of these candidates. Is that where act- are they then? That's what I'm saying. But what power do we have? I'm okay. I'm part of the seventy percent. If there's seventy percent of us and we don't want this, yeah, why are we getting this? And, and do, do we, we do? have to give a ton of money to just, to make our voices maybe heard? Maybe I'm an That'd idiot. Maybe I'm an idiot. But I have. I, I, it feels to me like I have zero power over where we're marching towards. And I guess this weekend is a perfect example of that mm-hmm. because we had three candidates for president. Now we've got two. And if you're telling me, and it's me the that, two nobody wants, right? Well, allegedly nobody. No, I mean, wants. I'm Some specifically talking about Republican mm. candidates. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. should be eight candidates still in the race that have a possibility of becoming the nominee, but we don't have that. If somebody ran on campaign, not only finance reform but campaign reform, I think that would be a great platform, and I think they would get a lot of play. At least I hope they would, because we say we want campaign reform the way people are elected. Maybe getting rid of the electoral college. Who knows? 
but we don't ever do anything about it. And yet you and I are just, you know, we're just you regular people. You say that, people. though, but we don't do everything. I, see, I take issue with that. We don't do anything about it. We I, get on the radio and talk about it. No, but we, we, I think we, we, the greater we, mm-hmm. don't really have a hell's right. snowball's we chance in hell of changing it. That's what I mean. Because, we're hopeless. Because the people, uh, people in power are protecting it. Uh, we've got a phone call. Debbie is in Edina. Debbie, um, what do you think about political donations? Waste of money? No, I don't. And my reasoning is, and I actually kind of, uh, I'm upset with you people continually talking about how hopeless it is mm-hmm. to pick a person to go, because you have a big microphone that mm-hmm. goes everywhere. And I, as an individual, I can donate to a campaign. I can speak out. I can call you. Yep. <laughs> I can do things like that. Yes, yep. you can. But I can't reach the people you can reach. So what should we be telling I'm the sorry. people that we can reach? Because I feel like even I could come on here every day, Debbie, and we we almost do we come do. on here every day talking about how helpless we are in shaping uh, the future of this country by the people we elect. How do I do that differently? Are you are you active all year long in trying to get your voice heard elsewhere or to change it? Or do you just do it when there's an election on the radio? Mm, that's a fair point. Well, I'm, and that's a really good question, Debbie. I have emailed over the past few months numerous of my um, representatives of senators and I get form letters back and you know, I have a microphone. Like you said, Debbie, I have a microphone. These people have been on this show, but yet I'm also a constituent and I get form letters back and I feel like they're not listening. They don't care what I have to say. And I'm talking about certain specific issues that affect us as Minnesotans, Mm -hmm. you know, that I write letters about. I'm one of those, yeah, crazy people who write letters to their senator or their congressperson. And I I really don't feel like anybody's listening. Do you, Debbie? (laughs) I do, and you I do. and actually, I think it's kind of funny that you get form letters. Form letters. Do you yeah. donate to their campaign? I do not. I do not. Okay. Sure. So um, is that the only way to get your voice heard by spending money? No, it, no, it isn't. But I'm laughing at the fact that you think a form letter is wrong. But wait, wait why um, is it not wrong then? What? Shouldn't I get a response? Like I think a form letter is sort of blowing me off. You know, I I don't know how to answer that, and actually, that's not why I called. I'm I'm calling because you guys are putting down presidential candidates because you don't agree with them and you don't like the process. So I'm asking that you participate daily in your lives, and if your letter writing isn't working, maybe find something else. But I uh, I just resent what you continually do on the radio. Sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks Fair for enough. the call, Debbie. Do you ever get a response when you reach out to one of your senators or or? How many? Well, I'll, I'll ask Dave when mm-hmm. we when we uh, well, percentage DJ when we reach out to politicians. Let's talk um, just oh, national. Even, you mean when our producer reaches That's out? That's And we have a to platform get on here. the yeah. radio, mm-hmm. so a candidate can come radio. on this mm-hmm. station and talk to uh, our audience, mm-hmm. not necessarily just the two of us. Percentage that uh, a we get an answer and b yes, huh. you get the answer is yes. Well, there's a big difference depending on what topic it is. But ah, okay. If we're talking about like 
um, a topic that we are driving that might include some tough questions for the candidate, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's different if they're running for office or if there's some news they're trying to promote. But if we're sort of driving the boat and asking tough questions, it might be a quarter of the time. Yeah. Um, right. We get them on and maybe half the time we get a response. Um, yeah, and this is to come on the radio. This is to come on WCCO. This isn't just, you know, like I have a problem with the city council or I have right. a problem with, uh, um, you know, the what, how we should, you know, do what we should do with our surplus. Or I'd like to talk to you about, you know, early childhood education. You know, we're not – I don't know that I've ever gotten a response as as a constituent from my – Lawmaker and and Debbie, I was very serious. Like, if you know how to get a response from them, let me know because I have some issues that are near and dear to my heart that I'd really like their opinions on, or I'd like to talk with them about, or set up an appointment. And I, even when they call me to ask for money, like for example, like Ilhan Omar's, uh, I live in her district. They they call or they'll text. To ask her. I text right back and I say, you know, I would love to meet with her. Please, can we set something yeah. up? And it's like I never get a response from that. Or I say, I'm Jordana Green from WCCO Radio. Mm-hmm. Sure, I totally pulled the CCO Radio card. I've been I've been begging her to come on with us. Can somebody from the campaign – because, you know, they're calling us for money. So I'm assuming somebody is right. it's a real person. And they're like, oh, we don't, we don't know what you're talking about and you'll have to call the communications team. And I was like, yeah, I've been down that road. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.